Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 33, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Welcome everybody, it's great to be here again. We are now on episode 33. Hi Jay, and how are you today? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Yes, it's it's great to be back. These weeks seem to fly by until we're doing the next recording, but uh, absolutely loving it. And it's um, good to get positive feedback about the episodes we're doing as well, as we've had some positive feedback today as well. We have. We've had some very positive feedback and it's great to get that feedback. So, you know, anyone that's listening, um, you know, if you want to give us feedback, then um, please do just by emailing one of us. That would be fabulous. And just Um, just just, sorry, before you carry on, just reference there, even if it's negative feedback, you know, it is only feedback. If something doesn't resonate with you that we've said, then please share that with us. And, um, you know, be delighted to actually have a conversation with you if that's going to help. So, Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes, yes. We're, we're open to any kind of feedback. Well, any, I say. <laughs> um, the, the, you know, <laughs> um, constructive is what I want to say. Um, yeah. So, um because because you know if there's anything we can do to improve or if there's anything that we can do that will help you all on your healing journey then please let us know because that's what we're here for really is to to help you in some way um to inspire you in some way on your healing journey to 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 heal on another level um so uh so yeah definitely open to to feedback okay so Today, we thought we'd look at balance. Balance. Um, Yeah, balance. An interesting um, topic, really, and probably something that a lot of people don't have a lot of at times. Um, I know that certainly there have been various times in my life where I've not had a lot of work-life balance, Um, and probably not a lot of balance in everything in in my everyday life um and balance isn't to me it isn't just about work-life balance and and balance in every area of your life but it's also about bringing body mind and spirit or body mind and soul into balance into balance so that you can be your true authentic self and um, really reach your potential Mm. yeah Oh, okay. Over, over, over to me. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm just allowing what's come up from what you've just said to to percolate a little bit. Um, for those of you, that remember. you can tell he's a coffee lover. <laughs> Percolation isn't just about coffee, as it happens. Um, yeah, I think it can be very easy to get overpassionate about anything and not so so okay so we talk about balance and people you've mentioned work-life balance let's start with that one that people can be either very focused on work and not spend enough time with friends family relationships partner whatever 
or they could be too focused on friends, family, partnership and not focused on work if they're working. Um, so we talk about work-life balance of getting something that works at both levels. So you're still being productive at work and, and moving forward from a work point of view, but also connecting and establishing a relationship and your family commitments or your personal commitments as well. And actually, that's pretty much how the universe works. We talked, I mentioned before, about um, the law of duality. So we have opposites and they're there to balance us. So light, dark, left, right, up, down, backwards, forwards, in, out. Um, that's kind of how the universe works anyway. There is always a balance and it's when we get out of balance. So if we're struggling with feelings of stress, often it's because our energy internally is out of balance. So balance is, in my mind and my understanding, is absolutely core to everything that we experience. And it's when we're out of balance that we feel out of sorts. And that can be euphoric if we're out of balance too much in a happy, positive-y sort of way. Or it could be at the, the opposite end of depression and, and things if we're out of balance too much at the other end of the spectrum. So that's... Yes, absolutely. It, yeah, and when you're out of balance, you tend to move into a react mode rather than be in a respond mode as well, don't you? It's kind of because because you're not in proper balance, you, you're not looking at things from a heart-centred space. It's easy if you're out of balance, you end up stressed, you end up in your head, and then you're, you've moved away from, from being in your heart and and following what your heart wants you to do and and your soul wants you to do um so that you you stay in a, a happy balanced state yeah it's but sometimes sometimes we don't know what our heart wants <laughs> um and that can be because we're well it will be because we're too in our head but that can be because of the experiences going on around us that are affecting us in whatever way, that influencing the way we are. So if something happens that we react to, we are reacting to an external experience, to something that's happening outside of us that we are taking on to us. Does that make sense? You're looking a bit puzzled. Maybe I'm not. Okay, let's see if I can. No, it's all right. I'm trying to process it. That's but, okay. Um... So... Quite often, we live a life of outside in. So yes. we spend a lot of time, we can spend a lot of time, we don't always, but we can spend a lot of time reacting or responding to things that happen externally to us, external to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas the way our brain works, my understanding is the brain works inside out. So the life we experience is based on the thoughts we have and the consciousness we have around those thoughts and then how we express those thoughts externally. Yes. This has gone really philosophical in a very it short has. space of time and it's gone quite <laughs> deep. So what I mean is... Right. Everything I do, everything I do has to start with a thought. 
If I want to call you on Zoom, I don't just magically pick up my computer and press dial on Zoom out of the blue and all of a sudden you're there and I'm like, oh, hello. I have to think, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call Sarah. So I need to get my computer. So it all starts with a thought of some kind. Okay. So therefore, yeah. any action. So if you sent me an email that upset me, there must be a thought before I react or respond to that. There must be something mm -hmm. that happens in my head before I take to that path of reaction or conscious decision to respond, to take that step back and respond to it. So, so we experience the life inside out, but we look at life outside in. Yes. Everyone worries about, okay, that's a generalization. Lots of people in my experience, myself and other people spend or have spent until they have an understanding a lot of time saying, oh, well, for, for example, oh, well, that's how life is. Well, that's what happens. Oh, well, you know, there's nothing I can do about it because they're looking at external things to them and yes to a degree they're right they can't influence what somebody else does we can only control as we've talked about before we can only control how we respond or react to something we can we can control what we do in that circle of um, circle of control in that in that area that we are able to influence directly mm -hmm. what somebody else says or does to us we don't necessarily have any control over whatsoever in terms of what they do, but we can obviously control what, how we respond or react to that, but there has to be a thought. So before I react, if someone upsets me, there will be something, a thought that links it to something that leads to either a reaction. If it's something that's triggered something. So, getting angry in an argument someone says something there will be a thought in my head that links that back to me feeling angry in the past or linking it back to a similar experience which then says that's anger you're angry whoosh here comes the anger reaction or whoa that's anger oh that's like that's because it's a very similar thing to the past but i know why this is happening now so i'm going to take a step back and just leave it a minute and then look at how I need to respond to this. But it starts with a thought, which is inside out. We start, anything we do starts in here. In, inside, yes. there may be not in the head, it could be intuition, inside. but inside. Yeah, absolutely, so inside, inside it starts. So, so I'm not so sure that it always starts in the head, but... No, okay. Um. But but it probably does for a lot of people because we've been programmed to listen to our heads all the time rather than our hearts. And now we're moving back towards listening to our hearts. But even so, a memory of some sort can be triggered by something that's said or done or mm -hmm. or whatever it, it, it happens to be. And that puts us out of balance with ourselves. But, you, but I agree with you completely that... that we need to be living from the inside out and recognising that everything comes from within. 
Okay, so let's let's play with this a little bit. So, if we look at intuition, how do people relate to intuition compared with a thought? So, how do you know that it's intuition and not just a thought that's actually being triggered by a memory or a past experience that you've had? Because the intuition could be based on, oh, this links with that. Ah, oh, this is how to deal with it. Intuition. You intuitively know. But it still leads to a thought. At some point, we have to get to that yeah. point of thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So it might not start with a thought. So I, I, I take that point and I, I absolutely I take that point and reflect on that. that. So, okay, it might be the intuition but very quickly after there has to be some sort of thought before we take action very few people will respond intuitively without any form of thought prior to the action mm -hmm. i'm not talking about auto responses like breathing and respiratory systems and circulatory no, 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 systems no. and stuff like that i'm talking about where we need to make a decision whether it's whether it's react or respond but we need to make a decision to take action we don't naturally just take action yeah yes yeah. so I, I, mean, I would agree with that that a thought process comes into it but i would say that often and and certainly when you have that awareness of the importance of feeling feeling things more that will be the feeling that then triggers the thought if you're working from the heart. So does a th do our emotions and our feelings come from thought or do they come first? Bit of a chicken and egg, isn't it? <laughs> it depends on the situation. <laughs> um, because... Feelings can be triggered because of past experiences, which may then put a thought into your head. Um, but equally, you can have a thought which would then trigger an emotion. Yeah, because so if, you, if you think back it, to a happy you know, occasion, you can relive the happy experience and the happy emotions of it. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so then... If we get, if we get a feeling come up with, okay, so actually then, is a possible definition, if we're just trying to clarify, just make it so easy, easy for people to grasp, that conscious thought is what we're talking about by thoughts, and unconscious thought is what we're talking about by intuition because our unconscious mind we still have thoughts but it's only when they manifest into the conscious mind that we become aware of them as thoughts yeah um... <laughs> this is not gone anywhere near where i thought this was going to go today no but, it hey. hasn't not at all but but you see one of the things 
that with some of the work I've done with students over the last few months is don't think. Yes. Feel it. Don't think. But then thought does come into it, as you say, because it has to. Um, but it's about, to me, it's about, yeah, tuning into the subconscious, to that feeling, to that inner knowing, your intuition, to know whether something is right before you allow the head to take over. Does that make sense? Or in fact, you don't want the head to take over um, because you don't want ego to to um, to be leading the way. Everything needs to come from the heart, but but the thoughts need to be triggered from the heart rather than from the mind. Okay, so we are in in the human experience. We are rational beings we like to try and work things out we like to think about things so if we're so for us to take positive action and be in balance going back to the point of the topic today um to be in balance then if we want to do something so let's say i want to um let's try to use an example from a, okay so let's say i was looking for a job Okay, and I see a job online that I or whatever I see a job and I apply for it. Okay, then to put this in balance, it shouldn't just be a case of me looking at the job description, looking at my experience, linking the two together, writing a CV, writing a cover letter, and just sending it off, hoping that that's going to be the right job. There should be an element of me saying, okay, how do I feel? about this job so yes you've got the rational have I got the qualifications have I got the experience they're asking for can I answer or tick the boxes that they are specifically asking for but also does this feel right because you might tick all the boxes but that doesn't mean it's the right job for you but vice versa you you can't necessarily necessarily or maybe not for this example, maybe there are examples, I'm sure, where you can just follow your instinct and your intuition. But for this example, then it might feel like the right job, but you have to try and rationalise it, or we will naturally rationalise it of, do I have the right experience? Now, not having the right experience when you're applying for a job doesn't mean you won't get the job. It depends how you come across, how you what letter you put together and and if you get to an interview if they see through something that you've said actually this person's so it's not that you won't necessarily get the job but you go through that process of thinking so what I'm trying to say is that for balance we end up even if we're following our heart and our intuition and being heart-led there will still be because we are in the human experience there will still be a or an element of trying to rationalise what's going on, trying to make sense of it, trying to think it through. Yes, I, I would. I agree with you. However, however, I, would, I like this. However, this is good. This is good. <laughs> however, what we need to be careful of is not being over analytical. Again, coming back to we've been programmed in inverted commas to be in our heads and that makes us go over things in our heads 
a lot. So we can be over analytical. And and I would say in my younger days, I was very analytical. I needed to know the where's, why, for's, everything mm-hmm. with everything. And I needed to go back over it. And I would go over and over stuff. I don't anymore, um, not to the nth degree like I used to. But um, so when you're working from the heart, yes, you need to look at things. So, you know, your example of a job, I would agree that that I would want to look at the person spec that they're looking at. I would want to look at the qualifications and the experience they're looking at. But I would also be feeling, is this job right for me? Is this company right for me? Um, And um, will I get the development that that I feel I need at this point in time? But this would be a feeling thing. Having made um, a mental assessment, if you like, of what they're asking for mm-hmm. does that make sense so so i think it, it's really again again it's about balance between feeling and thinking we need to feel things we need to feel does this resonate with me does this feel right when i've researched this company do their ethics sit well with me do does do their um their mission statement does that sit well with me it's not just at looking at the 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 job spec and the person spec um and and this is just an example so it, it's more about looking at the whole picture is what i want to say so that you can you can see things because if you if you don't look at the whole picture of a situation or as as much of the picture that you can gain access to then you can find yourself out of balance because you're you're only looking at one section of it rather than looking at the whole. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and so then then you can end up not being in balance with things because you've you've only looked at a small section of something and perhaps overanalyze that um, rather than feeling it. Does it feel right? You know, what else do I need to look at that relates to this that will help me to understand? what's going on here or whether this job is right for me or whether this relationship is right for me or um, whatever it might be. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a balance to me. Again, it's, it's about balance between the mind and the soul and the the heart. um, So that you're, you're not making all your decisions through your head. You're coming back into your heart. You're, centering yourself and feeling does this feel right because if it is right for you then the universe will help you and and the synchronicities will happen that will allow you to move forward on that path and if it isn't right because you're in your head and you've moved then things won't work out in quite the way you would like them to yeah absolutely so then is the (laughs) i'm liking this one this is good is there a case where purely by feeling without rationalizing at all it would be the right thing just to follow so i know we hear about people that just followed their heart or whatever and just did something completely out of character for other people would see it as out of character and they've gone off and just done taking a risk I suppose some people might see it as and yet it's turned out exactly right because they were on purpose and it all synchronized together but at some point even if that was the case 
wouldn't there be some form of balance of rationalization? I mean, you might weigh it up and you might still think, okay, I feel very uneasy about this, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's what my heart's telling me. But there would still need to be some balance of rational rational thought, wouldn't there? I suppose it depends how far along the path you are with working from your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I've never really thought about it, to be honest, because I just, <laughs> I listen to my heart and I do think about things a bit, but I do try and go with my heart with with everything that I I do these days. Um but I do feel that it depends how so so if you're quite a way down the path of being in tune with your heart, listening to your heart, listening to what your soul wants you to do, listening to your intuition, then there is probably thoughts that are going on, but you may not be as consciously aware of them. And somebody that's only just moving along that path and is perhaps more in their head than their heart a lot of the time. Yeah, okay. So they'll think about things more than somebody else who's who's really heart-led and heart-aware. He'll go, that feels right, right, I'll go with that. And there will have been a thought of, yeah, I'll go with that. But, but they probably won't have gone through the process of rationalization that okay. other people might have done before they make their decision does that make sense i understand what you're saying yes however <laughs> to coin a <laughs> phrase back at you so if someone is following their heart are they actually in balance then they should be so if they're not rationalizing things and they've got thoughts going on but they're not consciously aware of them are they truly in balance? So then it comes down to what is the definition of balance? Balance. So balance will mean different things to different people. So you talked about heart, soul and, and mind being in balance. Mm. Um, then if you're heart led, then heart led, soul led, heart led should be in balance anyway. If the mind's in balance with that and you're being heart led, then the mind to try and put this into words should kind of be in that place of accepting that your heart feelings are correct so your mind yes. will okay so if that's then balance then that flips on the head what i've been saying and asking i mean i'm doing this for for discussion purposes absolutely of yeah. then if we go into rational thought then that is putting us out of balance Yes. So by thinking things through... If we rationalise than... too much, we're in our heads, aren't we? If we rationalise too much. So if we're, we're not in our hearts. So by being in our heads, we're out of balance. Is essentially what we're looking at here then. Because if you're in your head, not your heart, you're out of... You're, you're, you're not in your heart center, so therefore your mind, body and soul won't be in balance because you're yeah. in your head. So therefore you're out of balance. Yeah. Okay. 
and and if you if you're in your head you can't hear what your soul is telling you and what your heart is telling you is right for you and this is where ego can get in the way so balance is about bringing heart body soul together following your heart following your feelings your intuition possibly rationalizing some of it with thought if it's appropriate to do so but trusting that your feelings are going to be more in alignment of what is right for you than your thoughts which we know well you and I both yes. know that that is the case anyway because our thoughts I mean thoughts are like play-doh or plasticine for for those in the UK that are a bit more uh, older but <laughs> we can think of or, or we can model a, a dragon or we can model a hero or we can create a nightmare or we can create a little happy scene but at the end of the day it's all still play-doh or all still plasticine mm -hmm. and that's what we do with the mind you know we can create these big scary situations these big scary environments but they're just thoughts yes but i think it's it it's also important to understand that our thoughts are energy and, and they can be very powerful. Um, and, uh, but, but really we're meant to create everything from the heart as humans. That's what humans and my understanding of humans mm -hmm. is that we create from the heart. So we create from feeling. So um, the mind comes into it because we wouldn't have a mind if we didn't need a mind, <laughs> but <laughs> But it's, it, we should be heart, I, I shouldn't use the word check, but should. My understanding is that we need to be heart led. So the heart leads and the mind, as you explained really well a few minutes ago, um, comes into a place of acceptance that what we're feeling is correct for us, is right for us. Is what needs we need to be going with and as soon as and the thing is as soon as we go into our mind we then start to question things and when we start to question things we move further out of our heart and we can't feel and we can't hear what we're being shown and told yeah it creates noise creates clutter yeah yeah so um yeah so so to me personally we need body, mind and soul in balance and heart, mind and soul in balance so that we stay on purpose and, and on our true soul path. And and then everything just kind of drops into place. If we get into a place of over-analyzing things, then we're in our heads and that can lead us off in directions that perhaps aren't the most beneficial for us so then but of course we'll always give us learning <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely so a good indicator then if you're feeling if you're well, if you're thinking a lot if you're overthinking stuff and you realize that you're just analyzing 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 you're out of balance so you know it's a really interesting topic and something I hadn't really given much thought to before other than the more in balance we are, the better we 
feel. So if we use our feelings as the gauge, if yeah. we're feeling extremes of anything, we could be out of balance. I mean, certainly if we go negative, or people, you know, like stress or anxiety or whatever, we're out of balance. But also, if we're too euphoric, if we're too, yeah, then we're also out of balance. So it's kind of a a midpoint of happy, content, relaxed, chilled, as sort of that yeah. centre point. Yes, absolutely. A state of being, of of being um, in a place of love and happiness, hmm. without without it being the extreme, as you as you've just said. Um, so yeah, but but balance, I think, is important for all areas of our life. So you know, we need to be in a place of balance ourselves because that then allows us to follow our hearts properly um and when we're in a state of balance it's a lot easier to see areas of our life which aren't in a state of balance um so whether that's work-life balance whether that's um like you were saying too much too busy with with life and, and not giving enough time to to work if we're working um or, or any other specific areas you know you could be doing a lot with your life but not enough with your family so mm. um or not having enough time with friends or or whatever it might be it's to kind of looking at the whole the whole of your your life and all the areas of your life so that so that you just make sure that everything is in balance because when you're in a and when you're in a state of balance everything flows and so if life's not flowing for you it's more than likely that you're not in a state of balance so so it's, it's holding worth balance. checking in with yourself it's holding that balance as well yeah whole but worth life checking balance. in with sorry a whole cut. life balance yeah sorry i misheard you don't worry. um but but it it's if you're in a state of balance, if you feel centered, heart centered, um, and and are listening to what feels right, what resonates with you, then it's a lot easier to get everything else around you in a state of balance. But it's got to start with you first. As with everything, as with any any healing of any kind. At any level, it always starts with you. Mm-hmm. And and when you're in a state of balance as well, you're loving yourself because you're making sure that that everything is balanced. So you're nurturing yourself at the same time. And I think that's really important to remember as well. When you're in a state of balance, you, you're doing things that are loving and kind for yourself as well as for others. Um, and when you're not in a state of balance, you're stressed, you're putting yourself under pressure, you're not being so kind to yourself, you're perhaps being very hard on yourself, um, which, which isn't helpful. Yeah, and it's just taking that time to go, am I in a state of balance today? Am I in my heart or am I in my head? Am I feeling extremes of emotion? If so, why am I? What is it I need to do to bring myself back? Mm-hmm. to my center to to feeling calm and in a place where i can deal with anything that comes my way mm-hmm. excellent wow 
I'm sure we've given <laughs> listeners a lot to think about um, with, with what we've discussed today. Either that or confused them completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one or two. I hope it's not the second thing, listeners. <laughs> I know, me, me too. But it is interesting where the topic went in terms of balance. So, yeah, interesting yeah. one. Thank you. Thank you too. Okay, then. So um, we'll leave it there for today. So thank you, everybody, for, for listening to us. And uh, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Thank you.